And now, PureFandom.com presents another episode of Brad and Court Talk. This is a Z Nation flashback movie. Enjoy. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be discussing sci-fi's amazing two-hour event return of Z Nation. Oh, yes, we will. But before we break down that episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over on purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. And if there's a show or movie that you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jindev, and he is at BradZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, check out our Facebook page. That's a lot of action over there. And sometimes they'll have polls and questions and things, just trying to figure out the the different things that you like. For We do have a Facebook group for the upcoming sci-fi series, Van Helsing, that starts next week. So we are super excited for that. We have uh, actually a couple of things coming up for that. So we're really excited for that. Sure enough, are we? Yeah, we got a couple interviews. One's dropping here. We got some other Z Nation stuff coming up too, but let's go ahead and jump into this recap here real quick. Yes. So tonight's episode was titled No Mercy. And uh, it was directed by Abram Cox. It was written by Daniel Schaefer and Carl Schaefer. The gang protects the town from a new enemy. The man. Yeah. The man. Okay. The, the man in black. The man. And, well, actually, he was in white. <laughs> Can we go with more effect? The man wears flip-flops. In the apocalypse, right? This is the biggest thing that caught me, besides the lifted jaguar, which was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. If you're going to lift a card, do it as a jaguar. But the dude was wearing flip-flops. I mean, this is somebody very confident in what he's doing. It was uh, pretty much a good flashback reminder of when we first met uh, a scorpion, Hector. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. wearing the whole suit, and he was just doing his badass thing as he was. I got that whole thing for the man too, but he was he he was the man. Yeah this this reminded me of those old school westerns where you would have uh, the enemy enemy or the bad cowboy that would ride into the town and terrorize the town, and of course you would have our heroes like the Magnificent Seven or um, our group who would ride into town and save the day. And of course they did, but not quite because. Like, everybody died. Yeah. Except for our group. Yeah. Like Murphy said, don't get off the boat. (laughs) I agree. Stay on the boat (laughs) and keep it going. Stay on the boat. Yeah. So this episode, the reason they did the flashback to our episode, it's basically setting up everything for season three. Because the man works for Zona. And as we know, Zona last year was kind of a big deal. We had um, in the Area 51 episode that Addie found a computer down there that had Zona on it. And also, Zona was eventually after Murphy. I could only imagine at the end, the note that the man got when he was, you know, writing it down was to go after Murphy, which he's already there. But Zona is the rich uh, people's island, and they have submarines. And that's, you know, that's where Murphy was at the end of last season. So we can kind of see how he got to that point. Mm -hmm. And this is where it starts. It's like, you know, this is what was going on. They did a little sidetrack, and that now we're back up to this whole thing again. Yeah, and so we saw Say Pow. She was back for this episode. Yes, it was great to see Cassandra. Yeah, and time. I was uh, I was a little sad because they didn't go further enough to bring Mac back. 
But, but we did see the baby. Yeah, we did see Lucy. And well, Lucy's going to play a big part in this upcoming season also. I saw. Well, from last the last finale. Yeah, there's it's there's there's going to be some roles that she's playing in that. So, we'll have more of her coming up and I'm not going to give away too much on that unless I can get uh, I'm not I know some things about Lucy coming up, but let me just say you're going to love them. Having Cassandra back at this point in time. When you know when we last saw Cassandra, she was full on feral. Feral. Mm-hmm. At this point in time in her rebirth into a Murphyette, she, you could tell she still had the feelings there for 10K. She was a little yeah. jealous of Red. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or And TK, 10K would have died if she hadn't been there. Very, She would. And that's how we started off. We see Red running into the swarm at the end and 10K going down. But yeah, without Cassandra to save him, he would have died, which is kind of interesting because she does try to kill him later on down the road. Our new characters that we met this week, Red and 5K. Oh, he was adorable. 5K was, I was digging him. He was like, very cool. Totally reminded me of the uh, feral kid from Mad Max. The movie, the, uh, yeah, the original, not the remake, but not the Fury Road, but Mad, um, the the Road Warrior. I'm sorry, not Mad. Yeah. Mad Max was the first one. Road Warrior was the second one. So yeah. I was waiting for him to get that razor bladed boomerang out and throw it at the manor, but you know, I really wish he had done that, <laughs> or at least that he hadn't like attacked the man outside the gate. He should have stayed within the protection of the gate and did his little attack thing. Right. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gotten kidnapped. But if he hadn't gotten kidnapped, he wouldn't have run into 10K in the group. So I guess it worked out. Exactly. Yeah, that's how it worked Except out. they still died. Yeah, it's still... I'm not sure about that. I mean, we'll we'll jump into that part here with the Pharaoh boy in a little bit. But you think Red made it? I'm she, not... She ran. She went all kamikaze. She ran I'm, into the Z. I'm not giving anything up. Pharaoh boy was raised Ooh. by crows. Right? So yeah. 5K was raised by crows. That was Which, awesome. That I was had, really cool. You had to love the fact that he was calling at Murphy, Murphy and, he, and he just he knew how to talk to you. It, it was the greatest thing ever. It was like Z Nation, perfect. I yeah, because it. it makes you think. Uh, the thing that, that they said, like he, he called at the crows, like he had no idea how to drink out of a cup. Like he had no real concept of the world before it went to hell. Right. He was, you know, he kind of grew up in this. He didn't have a concept yeah. of a cup, but yet he could speak perfectly good English, but you know, yeah. whatever. We'll, we'll overlook that part. It's still good. <laughs> I like that he copied 10K though and went hold for the 5K look. A uh, little half pint going on. So he grew up in the apocalypse, which means there's other kids that grew up there as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's one of the things we're kind of looking, I, I hope they kind of jump into that a little bit more. Because you're going to have kids that have survived, and they have yeah. survived like this. And it, it was an interesting little look at things. And that's one of the things about the zombie apocalypse shows that I have always kind of aimed towards is having adults in the zombie apocalypse. We all know a lot of things that happen at the mm-hmm. beginning. You have your core group come on and everything else. But what happens to the kids who were born to this? How does that affect them? So that's always one of the things that I've always really looked forward to because I, my dream is one day to for somebody to actually make a movie like 200 years in the future after mm-hmm. the zombie apocalypse where no one or at least 100 years or 50 even where no one actually knows what a cell phone is. Oh, you, you make that movie. Well, I kind of wrote that book already. But anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I just love that whole part. It was really cool. And Red's uh, pretty sweet homemade weapon there. How'd you like that thing? Oh, that was awesome. That was almost as good as a Z-Whacker. The only downside was the fact that uh, Red and Tin K were kind of hitting it off a little bit. That always happens to him. He finds a lady and uh, something happens to her. That boy has the worst luck ever, I'm telling you. He does. He he didn't have a good thing with Cassandra, and he had, was his previous girlfriend, well, not his. Well, his almost love interests. His, om, his almost love interests. shoot just as well as him. <laughs> yes, from Welcome to FUBAR. Yeah, you remember, yeah. Way back season one, episode oh, seven. Yeah. I was um, really hoping she would show back up. We've been kind of hoping that Brittany would show back up. And yeah. And her name, Brittany. And... She's out there somewhere. I think she's still alive and good. She's going okay. on. Maybe we'll see her one day. Maybe. So he won't. still has a chance at love? Uh, maybe we'll find out. <laughs> he's, not, he's not having a very good time with it. No. No. So the man has a plan. He wants the, all these doctors for some reason, and you seem to know some stuff about that, and, it, and it's Zona and things like that, uh, building up for the coming season. So he's come no, to Mercy to get Dr. Teller. And Dr. Teller can't leave because he has some things going on there. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Yeah, Dr. Teller is on the man's list. And you gotta love his efficiency. You're on my list. I don't care about anybody else. I want the guy on my list. And he's gotten everybody on his list so far, except for Dr. Teller. Right. And so Dr. Teller is staying there because his wife is inside Mercy, which they were working on a cure at one time, a little fungus cure. Mm-hmm. And she kind of got contaminated. Yeah, and so she's not quite as he, but she is. Yeah, it's it's a weird mixture. She's still alive, but she's infected and different. And Murphy can hear her in her head. He's got the that was awesome. Did you did you figure out immediately what was happening when he was like hearing stuff? Well, when he started hearing stuff, I kind of had an idea that he was coming in tune with other with another Z or something like that. But we had never heard him talk before. He just always had that weird feeling. Yeah. So that which goes with his wife. She wasn't actually a zombie. She was still alive. She was just kind of in, in this weird infective, uh, infected um, save state of mm-hmm. being. It was just so... Yeah, it was really sad, and Teller couldn't leave because if he if he left, like she would have died, and the other people would have died because he was the only one who could take care of them, basically. Right, they were feeding them basically, yeah, to keep them going. And they find out that that the man's coming back, so Warren is full on soldiering all the volunteers, getting them ready, getting good to go. You had to love that part because oh yeah, and that's another thing about the group too is the group they all have their own special abilities mm-hmm. but they're good at bringing the people together and getting things you know working granted it didn't work out in the end but they still gave everybody a fighting chance they really did they would have been slaughtered either way i think i yeah they but, think they would have just been taken out real lot faster maybe mm-hmm. yeah but you know it was really worth a try they did end up saving a doctor, but it, well, they didn't save the doctor. The man got the doctor, but they. Well, he gave himself up. Right. And at least they were able to uh, mercy off the, the infected back there. Yeah. Like, I really thought 5K was going to make it, but there was the other part of it where this was a flashback and I did not remember 5K or Red. Right. Being anywhere in evidence. 
Exactly. So so they kind of dom- uh, they kind of died off there, but I'm still not going. I'm I'm going with standard TV logic. Until no dead I body. see a dead body, I'm not believing it. And he was still surrounded by crows at the end. So I think if he would have been dead, the crows would have left. Or they could have been like puppies and just stayed on. I don't know. I'm still saying he's still alive. We're going to see him later. Well, we'll be hopeful. And when we never, ever see him again, like we'll still remain hopeful. Okay, Brad? Is that okay? okay that That's works good. for me. Okay. And so let me let me talk about one of the disturbing moments of the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucy being kept in a cooler. Oh, yeah. Like, that was on the top of my list. Like, well, she doesn't need to breathe, but still. We got the poor child. She needs to breathe. She's still alive. She's not a zombie. She's a hybrid thing, but I think she... Well, apparently she can survive in the cooler. I, I just... No wonder this child is going to have issues when she gets bigger. She, you know, claustrophobia going right there. <laughs> like, just hug her. Just hug her and, and feed her. So speaking of feeding, how about Cassandra feeding Lucy? That was something unexpected. That was a sweet, disturbing, sweet moment. Well, sweet. She, she didn't know how to feel. What are you going to feed a child in the apocalypse? What do you feed a, a zombie purple baby? Exactly. She's blue. Okay, a blueberry baby. <laughs> a blueberry. What do you feed? Yeah, exactly. What do you feed them in the apocalypse? Blueberries. Uh, could be. It, apparently <laughs> it works, so I don't know. During all this setup and waiting for the man to show up, Warren gets taken by the man, which then makes everybody go, hmm, she got taken. I was upset about that. I was too. She got the drop on him. I mean, them getting the zombies and, uh, well, like when they got that one zombie, put the mouth guard on him and threw him in the back of the trunk with the That was the the other disturbing moment. That was interesting. That was so messed up. But I like that that kid was so, um, he was smart enough to try to get the hell out of the trunk. Well, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not staying around here whatsoever. Yeah. But, you know, even though she was taken hostage, mm-hmm. uh, 5K did manage to take out the guard and free her. Yeah. Which kind of messed up uh, the man's plans a little bit. Yeah, but he still managed to get what he wanted. Well, he did have Z's as weapons, which is a great idea. I mean, if you're going to do it, throw him in, tra- tra- in the back of the truck and just let him go. Wears people down, uses resources. Even better yet, put helmets on their heads. That was awesome. Just that's the way to do it, right there. Puppies and kittens all over the place with helmets. Yeah, that that led up to one of my favorite kills of the series so far. Which one was that? Uh, Z Whacker meet Iron Maiden. Oh, when Addy just went crazy with it. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I did like the one later on that Doc did, you know, up and underneath when he yeah. was being attacked. So there's ways to do it. They just, uh, and that's the part about this group. They know how to kill things and, and adapt where everybody else didn't really make it out. Yeah, but that's one of the things about being sheltered. Right. And they stick around, which actually flashes back to the Roid Warrior with the group that was, you know, hoarding the gas. They didn't know how to fight against the uh, War Boys or anything like that. Not the War Boys, but yeah. So that leaves you more vulnerable. It does, because you're not, you don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. See, what they should have been doing is asking for fighting lessons (laughs) for everybody. Right. And improvising all weapons. But luckily... The doctor is uh, Murphy was able to talk to the infected, mm-hmm. and the infected agreed to help out 
And, you know, they start with, they were pretty good at taking out people. Yeah. I kind of saw that coming. I was very happy about that. Mm-hmm. I figured that would be a cool moment. Well, the, one of the things that got me was at the end of this, you know, after <laughs> we had the big fight and everything, the doctor get, is getting ready to mercy his wife, mm-hmm. takes his uh, mask off, kisses his wife. He said before, they're contaminated. We can't let them out or it will spread. Right. He's contaminated. He has to be infected by whatever it is. I don't think he cared at that point. I think he he was done either way. And that might be a good reason for him to go with the man also. If he's already contaminated, he can spread it on wherever he needs to. Well, he he went with the man because he didn't really have another choice. They couldn't do anything anyhow. But he went with them, so he's taking the fungus that they they had been containing these entire like last three years, is I think I believe us how many years has gone by, and he just went off with them, and I'm like, hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> how is this going to play out? Because he fl- the helicopter flies off with the container, taking him and the rest of the guys to the Zona Resort. And who is the old man with the uh, shakes in the phone by the pool? I want to know that part. I don't know. But how is he getting all the ladies? Well, he's got, you know, a nice little place right there, zombie proof. Apparently a lot of drinks available. I'm sure the ladies are just good with that. For some reason, I thought the man was there already. No, he's, he's the man's working for the man. Oh, there are too many men here. Yeah, there's a lot of men. I need a lady villain. Well, uh, you're going to get one. I <gasps> just, I'm pretty sure you're going to get one, so we just wait Ooh, on that one. Okay. But so he's he goes to this resort area that they got going on there at Zona. Not mm-hmm. sure if this is totally Zona or Zona Light or just an offshoot of Zona. But if he's there, he's infected. Shouldn't that infect everybody else? Uh, it depends. So I'm. That's why I'm curious about that. If it doesn't happen, I'm all. I think I'm gonna uh, send something to Craig Engler and say, "Dude, what's up, man?" <laughs> and he's gonna say, "Chill out." Actually, Craig and let me do my job. Well, Craig didn't do it. Was he? I'll call. Send it to Carl. Hey, Carl, what's explain this part for me? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be like, "Chill out. It's coming." Like, because as you said, this was a two episode event setting up for the entirety yeah. of season three. Yeah. Well, he never. The you know the doctor never did say how long it took for the infection to go. Right. He just said, and it could have mutated. It very well could have. I guess we'll have to see. Or maybe he's immune. Uh, there's that. that you never know. He could, well, if he's immune, he would still be a carrier, though. Oh, like that movie. Is it three weeks later, 28 weeks later? 28 weeks later. No, 28 20, weeks later. 28 days later, 28 weeks later. 28 yeah. weeks later was the one that he was carrying. Yes. Yeah. That one. Not 28 months later, which hasn't been made yet. But I note. want that to be made. <laughs> Okay, but back on track. So the 10K and 5K were separated from the rest of the group when the Z thing was going down. Yeah. And it didn't really look good for them. No, see, 10K was holding them off. Like, I don't know how they grabbed 5K. Like, when did it happen? You would have thought that you would have heard him scream. See, this is the part that... It, this and is, he wasn't eaten. This is, Yeah, that's exactly why I'm saying he didn't die. He was a little fresh. They were, yeah, he he wasn't torn in pieces because he would have been. Because right. if we look back at what happened, because they were totally surrounded in a, you know, they were all there. How 10K got out of there, I don't know. I'm guessing he just super jumped out of it or or did a, like Hector did and just 
totally annihilated everything around him, which is a possibility. But 5K disappeared, and we saw him passed out. He could have just been passed out for fighting or something like that. And when Mac died with that many zombies around him, they just ripped into him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. I think the boy's got a chance there. Why'd you have to remind me? I'm sorry. It happened. I know. Go ahead. Keep talking. And I think he's got a new show, but go ahead. Keep talking. Yeah, I'm. I think that's. I think he has a. Uh, he has a chance there. We'll have to find out. Well, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed because that kid was adorable. I could still go with Red still alive. Also, you know. I- she was a really interesting character, and I wouldn't mind. I, I love all. I love our crew. We've been with them for a while. I wouldn't mind some fresh blood being introduced into the group. Well, since this is a flashback, I don't think they would be there for a while. But well, I know, I know. Just, but it's being that we're about to flashback forward. You just they keep could on show up there again. waiting for some fresh blood to come into the group. It's coming. <sighs> things are in work. Things you are, are in work. you know things. I know things. I know all sorts of things. Mm. In fact, what we're going to do later on later on here this week over at Pure Fandom, we're going to drop a, and I, when I say we, I say probably Courtney because I'm going to be down in Florida. <laughs> we're going to maybe drop a couple extra, um, some new uh, stills from next week's episode. Ooh, I've seen them already. There is a very important one that is in here. Ooh. And Smith. it involves... Miss Addie. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think we may go ahead and drop that picture and think, may, you know, maybe we'll see about putting it out here later on this weekend. But you'll have to see because there's some, there's some, you know, photos that we have that are coming up that uh, it's really good stuff. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, but, God. So, see, we're just, we're pulling you up for it. You don't have to go over to purefandom.com to find out that stuff or just check us out on the Twitter account. We'll make sure it's all dropped on there as well. So that about wraps up the entire thing, doesn't it? Yeah, that about does it um, for this episode. Uh, next week we have a new mission. That's yep. the title of the episode. That is the title of the episode. So it's going to be a new mission for what, I wonder? I don't know. But uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, like we said, Brad, you, you live you live tweet during the episodes right. each week, and I'm going to be doing the same thing. Um, I'll also be live tweeting during some other shows that are coming on because I'm so happy. All the shows are coming back this week and next week. Yep, there's a lot of stuff coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be covering Lucifer again this season. That starts on Monday. So I'll be back to live tweeting that and writing the recaps for that for the website. So next week on Sci-Fi, Van Helsing starts, by the way. Yes, it does. Which I think we mentioned. So head on over to to Facebook and look for the Van Helsing Sci-Fi fan group from purefandom.com. Go ahead and join that. We're going to have some stuff dropping here. We haven't been updating it here recently, but we're going to have stuff dropping. We've got lots of stuff. Starting this week. We'll, we have uh, an inter- We already have one interview up there from uh, Rakia Bernard, who plays Doc on the show. Mm-hmm. We got one that's in process right now from Trezo, who mm-hmm. plays Muhammad. Yes. And we got one coming up later on. We're going to do, probably do the recap of the episode with the show's creator next week. So we'll be doing a podcast for that one as well. So go ahead and look forward to that stuff. So check it out. Definitely. And I'm I'm excited. Oh, and we're also going to be covering, um, what was your, what was the casserole thing? The spaghetti thing? Cold turkey oh, thing? Candle Cove. 
Yes. What is it called? Can- it's Candle Cove. No, but you said it, it was something spaghetti, something or other. Creepy pasta. Yeah, creepy pasta. Creepy See, I know pasta. some kind of pasta thingy. <laughs> so, yes, we'll be doing that. We actually got an interview coming up on that one as well. So, yes. There you go. We got a lot of interviews coming out of Pure Fandom. So check us out. You know, Brad and Court Talk. We do more than just this show. We do a couple other things. Yes. And I will be attending New York Comic Con in a couple of weeks. So um, I will let you know more information about that. And hopefully I'll have some good stories to tell and some great pictures to post on my Twitter feed and um, some things I'm writing up. I already have a couple of interviews booked. Yep. So I'll let you guys know more about that once we're here, once so- we're there. So, yeah, check out purefandom.com. Check us out up there on Facebook. Okay, and that's it for tonight. Uh, We will be back next week with an all-new episode of Z Nation. All right, we'll check you all later. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.